Hey, everybody, and thanks for tuning in to the Effort of Community Church weekly podcast, a conversation with our pastors and leaders meant to continue encouraging you to know God, know freedom, know purpose, and make a difference. Hey, Effort of Community Church, it's great to be with you once again. Thanks for tuning in to this week's podcast, where we like to take op- the opportunity to just unpack what God did this previous weekend, look ahead, and really dive in deeper on some of the elements that uh, really took place during our services. That's Jim, right. it's great to have you on today. It's always good to be here. Yeah, we're going to be we're going to be diving into two things this weekend, or this conversation rather from this weekend, uh, taking a look at the words and knowledge that came and and some of the miracles that we watched God do. Uh, if you've been paying attention the past several weeks, we've been just really highlighting the fact that as we press more into the words of knowledge and and, and, and and going after that, maybe that's not the right way to say it, but prioritizing it mm-hmm. more or expecting God to move in this way, um, uh, that we want to also report back more mm-hmm. frequent. So we'll take some time for that, and then we'll jump into Kevin's message, uh, continuing the You Asked For It series. Uh, so Jim, I uh, want to start with some yeah. of the words of knowledge, but want to give you opportunity just to help set the stage for, you know, what have we been experiencing, maybe generally speaking, yeah. as a community? Yeah, thanks. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love one phrase you used there. You said... Um, that we've been asking God for words of knowledge, and I believe we have. And but I do believe the reason we've been asking is because He's been giving them. Mm-hmm. It's almost like we're responding to the fact, like, "Wow, sure, there's an increased number of word of knowledge coming, particularly unto healing, yeah. emotional and physical." But I oftentimes, and I think I said this last week too, I want to make sure that we're reminded that we had a significant renewal in this community in the '90s, yeah, and pronounced by. Uh, or, or most pronounced within it was baptism of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And so I do want to call out the subtle differences in the way the Holy Spirit shows up at different times is differently, where we, we, we are seeing more than a baptism in the Holy Spirit, we're seeing words of knowledge mm-hmm. spread among our children, yeah. um, uh, every age bracket, yeah. every demographic yeah. bracket. Um, matter of fact, to the point where the numbers of words of knowledge and the, particularly some of the accuracy, mm-hmm. meaning uh, calling out sections of the room mm-hmm. or colors some might be wearing or even names or yep. ages. I, I don't want to ever lose the fact that, first of all, that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something God's doing. And secondly, all of that is unto the intimacy of the word being delivered to someone yeah. you know, in, in the room. And mm-hmm. I love that about God, and I don't mm-hmm. think that can be overstated, is that words of knowledge tend to be very intimate uh, moments between uh, where God is expressing God's thoughts towards someone, mm-hmm. uh, which is a little bit different than maybe even a prophecy or a, a different than a word of wisdom. But I do want to say this. We are receiving words of wisdom to remind people they're seen, and God's also then delivering uh, right. healings, which has just been amazing. I, yeah. I think we have some few examples from this last week, but you go ahead and comment first. I don't yeah, think. so uh, as a service pastor, you know, I had a number of words that came and... and uh, there, before I jump into these, and, and just to you know communicate out to everybody listening that like we're tr- we're doing our best to be proactively collecting feedback right. as soon like as soon as we can after the fact. Uh, did anyone respond to that specific word of knowledge? If so, what happened? Were they healed, whether physically, emotionally? Uh, what what did we witness God do? And so uh, that is the active attempt we're taking to increase the, the or close the loop, rather, mm-hmm. um, 
and, and getting that feedback as soon as we can That's when true. it happens. Now, funny, uh, I had a person respond to a word of knowledge that was given weeks prior. Um, this would have been not this past weekend, but the weekend before. A person responds and said, hey, you gave this word of knowledge three weeks ago, and I'm only now responding to it. You know, so yeah, like there's that, that uh, which isn't infrequent. Um, so there's a certain degree of although we are wanting um, to increase accuracy and, and sharpen, be sharpened through review and feedback and how did it go and how can we do it better? Um, you know, there's a certain level of like, man, so long as our, you can, you can chalk a lot up to if our heart posture is healthy and good, mm -hmm. God can use that and move us forward. Um, while we're trying to navigate the stewardship end of it as well mm -hmm. to, to, to in a healthy and appropriate way, steward it well That's and not right. be, you know, uh, lax in, in, in it. So, uh, this past weekend there was three words. I mean, I, man, I didn't even count them. I probably gave about nine specific words of knowledge. Um, there were three that I want to highlight. One, this would have come from, um, after pre-service prayer, we pray mm -hmm. before each service. Um, a woman came up to me her name was Laura, and she said, Matt, during prayer, I just saw right here in this area this kiddie pool with all these kids splashing around it, um, and there was just so much joy. And now that's all she shared, and that was all that she, the impression that she had. And so I took it, and then during, the ma during worship, I was just, you know, I'm getting other words from other people and just kind of reflecting on what's come so far. And then with that word, all of a sudden, I felt like the Lord added to it to me where he said, there's someone in your service um, who the last time they remember experiencing genuine joy mm -hmm. uh, was a memory when they were in a pool. So it was like Laura saw this image, and then mm -hmm. to me what impressed upon my heart is like, oh, wow, there's a person here where they have, a, they have a distinct memory of when I was a child in this scenario, that's the last time I remember being joyful, mm -hmm. and the Lord wanted to minister to that person. And so I didn't get to pray for that person specifically, but I got a report back that someone responded to that word, and it was just a powerful time of ministry, which, mm -hmm. man, it's just... I don't know. I don't think it's we can ever know this, the answer to this question, but how many people are responding because of this specific word of knowledge that wouldn't otherwise be ministered to in this way? Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so I get excited about that. You can interrupt me in any comment. Why you would want I want to do that? I have two others that I'll get to here, but again, if you want to say anything, just jump in. Uh, another word, someone wearing pink, managing fear and anxiety because of deep grief. The Lord wants to infuse you with hope and restore your trust in Him alone. Uh, there was a gentleman um, that responded to that word. Uh, one of the excellent wearing pink, which is great. yes, yeah, exactly. Uh, one of the um, excellent serve team members and leaders in our community, Deb, uh, was on a prayer team. Uh, Deb Mellinger uh, with her husband Bob, and so Deb reported back to me that she prayed over this gentleman, and he was so moved in the ministry time mm -hmm. uh, that afterwards, like he hugged both of them. But like the the hug that he you know in his response mm -hmm. after prayer, it, this is what Deb shared with me. It was like he he couldn't let go. He was so like it wasn't yeah, like he was he wasn't hugging hug. Deb. Healing he was hugging hug. his father or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. It was so deep. He again, I get it. Man, this is amazing. Uh, last one. This would have come from Amy Calkins. She would have provided a word of knowledge uh, specifically for a woman. Um, named Melissa and provided details there, uh, which I won't go into uh, on this podcast, but um, found out later uh, this woman did respond, was deeply ministered to. And, and it's, again, one of those things you, 
I don't think she would have otherwise come That's to right. the front. Yeah. So, um, and I don't personally know who the Melissa was, but I just, again, these are reports back, uh, mm-hmm. which are pretty exciting. No, I get really excited. A couple things I want to just highlight is, one, every single one of those testimonies, one of the lead aspects of it is the person felt seen. Mm-hmm. The person felt like there was a moment of God trying to speak to them and get into something yeah. and then their yieldedness of saying yes and responding yeah. right yeah. and so i i do think that that's one of the things that i just continue to get excited about that the lord is using these words of knowledge mm-hmm. just to get our attention is is not even saying it right it's to it's to, to welcome us into something yeah. and then i think as a community wow if god keeps doing this um uh What's he building in us, right? He, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know if he's just building faith in us for more signs and wonders. Mm-hmm. To me, uh, in the New Testament, signs and wonders are linked to the preaching of the word, the evangelization of souls, the the movement, uh, the, the building of Christianity as a movement sure. that's mm-hmm. understood and recognized in the day. I love the New Testament where it says, and they were recognized as people who had been with Jesus mm-hmm. after these amazing, amazing acts. And, and I say this, like, I want whatever these signs and wonders are doing in individuals mm-hmm. and the intimacy of them being recognized God's love for them. And I also want, it's raising our faith for something, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and let it be more signs and wonders, but yeah. then I want it to be signs and wonders in the grocery store. Yeah, exactly. Over our dinner tables, yep. at our workplaces, yep. because I honestly believe the Lord's looking for us to go, so yeah. what will you do with even the yeah. things I give you? So. Yeah, this past weekend there was a soft push that I gave where if that's the end end goal or the step I want people taking, you know, ministering to people at the grocery store, family unit, what have you, mm-hmm. uh, this past weekend on Sunday, it was a mixture between the number of words that I gave and the amount of people that would otherwise respond. Mm-hmm. So trying to navigate that. But I was just like, hey, if you want to just tag your neighbor and ask them to pray for you about this word of knowledge, you don't have to come to the front and ask somebody around you to pray for you mm-hmm. as a response to this word of knowledge. And so I just, I didn't even think about it, I didn't plan it, it just came out of me. Um, And then after I reflect upon it and thinking, man, that to me is a winning strategy where we're inviting the community to minister one another. If you have a word, if if there was a word of knowledge that came, um, don't feel like you have to receive prayer from one of our prayer team members in order to receive the blessing God wants to give you. You have a friend beside you. Say, "Hey, that's me. Can you pray for me?" Gather people around you, and and to me, I think that's a great win because people who may not otherwise be on the prayer team are all of a sudden on the prayer team, and right. and and that exercising that muscle of in the moment, maybe when you don't expect to, all of a sudden people are like, "Okay, I'll pray." Sure, that's right. and and that to me is so necessary to be. Um, agile spiritually in that way, if that makes sense. No, While you're it. at the grocery store, you know, you can jump in. Love it. And how great are your some uh, are your thoughts toward us? If I were to number them, they would outnumber the grains of sand on the seashore, we're told mm-hmm. by the psalmist. And I just want to make sure we understand that. If we are doing nothing more than capturing God's beautiful thoughts toward us, yeah. let it be. Yeah, You know what I mean? And uh, I don't want to be a part of any movement that doesn't believe that God doesn't want to outgive us, right? Yeah. Doesn't want to outgive. Like, I believe God is a super tanker of love trying to pour himself into the teacup yeah. of who we are. Yeah. And there's an overflow, there's yeah. an abundance. So even if we're sitting there and going, wow, that's a lot of words of knowledge, or that's mm-hmm. a lot of activity going on. Are we are, are we fabricating some of that? I, put it, I just want to remind you, why would we have to fabricate um, 
words when the Lord it tells us very clearly the Lord has so many yeah, thoughts so many. toward us. Mm-hmm. Um, and why should we be surprised that they yeah. end up getting released to yeah, us? Yeah, right? getting a word of knowledge is not the concern for that's me. Right. And and when I teach people, that's not the problem. Mm-hmm. It's the heart posture and the motive behind what you're wanting to do. So if your heart posture is right, which is, God, you love these people, and I want to be a vessel of your love to them. That's your right. hosp- heart posture is on point. That the word will flow through that. Uh, yeah. That to, the word of receiving a word of knowledge is not the the point of concern we need to have. It's man, let's make sure our heart motive is correct. Because yeah. uh, a certain degree, uh, and and I know that I don't want to take any much more time with this, right. but a certain element of the fear of the Lord that I carry as a pastor in this congregation, specifically with words of knowledge, is I don't see it as a small thing to build up somebody's hope. And then respond, say, oh, my word, that's, right. that's me, and then it not pan out properly, right? Mm-hmm. That, that keeps the fear of the Lord in me that I'm just, I'm just not inventing things in my mind that's right. just to say, oh, God wants to do this and do this and do this. People are hearing it as if that's what God is saying and I'm going to respond. That's right. and, and that's a big deal to have that trust within the community, uh, the faith within the community that God even wants to do that and people responding. Um, there's a there's a real okay. strong fear of the Lord that I carry yeah. in that, and I and I want to also remind everyone like in weeks ahead we'll be talking about why are the why are so many of the words we receive positive when there are some moments in the Bible when someone bringing a prophetic word or etc was a corrective or um, some kind of convicting word. Just mm-hmm. so you know, uh, we're careful how we steward those, and we'll talk more in the future about why we are a big believer. Uh, and I like to say, for, if you, for every one convicting uh, prophetic word we get, you better have nine uh, positive ones, because, uh, mm-hmm. because that appears to be the predominant thing that we're taught about what prophetic words are and words of knowledge. And we want to chat more about how we steward sometimes when we do receive things that would uh, sure. tear, uh, tend toward the... The, uh, the conviction aspect of things. But I'll have to say for a future podcast, I want to spend a little bit of time on Kevin's message. Sure. Because thinking when we talk about God's great thoughts toward us and trying to kind of share them with us, uh, I saw that in Kevin this week. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was like, this was a senior shepherd's uh, who's been shepherding community for a long time, not just this community, but sh- I mean, for 20 years in public service. So shepherding in some ways a public community, Mm -hmm. and this was him sharing just really candidly with us of a deep concern he has about over-identification with our Mm sub-identities, right? And you remember he started with Herodians, Pharisees, Mm -hmm. Sadducees, lawyers, or what we might even call constitutionalists, where he's like, hey, uh, there is an element of good in every one of those sub-identity groups. They carried something, but there ended up being an over-identification, and Kevin simply reminding us, hey, before uh, before you over-identify with the sub-identity, I want to make sure you're identifying with the very core of who we are, yeah. which is followers of Jesus, little Jesuses. And therefore, mm-hmm. that has a greater authority. I love what mm-hmm. he said. The scriptures have a greater authority than any other document, Constitution, Mayflower Compact, mm-hmm. uh, uh, uh uh, the Equal Rights Amendments, whatever we value, see as valuable, the suffrage movement uh, 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 amendments to the Constitution, whatever it is, the Scriptures still mm-hmm. win the day on that. And I just yeah. thought it was a solid word to us. Check your identities and where yeah. it's flowing from. No, you're exactly right. And I thought, um, man, there's a lot of trust that people have in what Kevin shares in the message. And, and you should, yeah. And you need in order for him to bring this message because uh, it for many people I think would have been a sharp um, 
opportunity for reflection mm-hmm. upon where our identities lie. Mm-hmm. And his he ended talking about, you know, our, three have warnings. we have it's we lost our, to end on like three warnings. Right. Yeah. The you, negative you, thing. You over identify these right. three things happen. You lose your voice. Right. Authority and priesthood. Like right. what are we losing? And and I love that. He didn't come out and say this directly, but uh, what I one of the things the uh, indirect points I took from it was like God's heart uh, in um, raising up his people to influence not just spheres of society, but rather influence earth with the kingdom of heaven. Right. And that goes without saying every area of society and, and every area of human that's flourishing right. has to do with to what extent is the kingdom of heaven on earth as it is in heaven. And that's, that's right. the main goal. Uh, and so, and he's saying um, people are so passionate about wanting to influence government for good. The motive in which people are going about it is actually harnessed by the wrong spirit, however. Right. And therefore, you're not, you're not carrying a voice or authority. You're losing these things. Um, and the way we go about influencing or rather bringing the kingdom of heaven and the love of Jesus and the reality of the kingdom of God to the earth it's just not the way that we are seeing it done in the political That's arena. Right. Particularly the political arena. Um, well, specific to yeah. this message, yeah. um, the political arena. And and how, and I love that comment he said, and you referenced it, um, the Bible, the Word of God is, is more authoritative and more powerful and more important for it to be the premier um, document that we draw truth from. That's right. Uh, more so than the Declaration of Independence mm-hmm. or... Yeah, or the Constitution. The, the Constitution, said, right, yeah, specifically. Um, and, man, that's just, again, an opportunity for people, and, and myself included, just to— ex- it's beautiful to pause and say, mm-hmm. I accept that as yeah. truth. You that's know? right. I accept that as truth, and I, saw, I heard two very practical things Kevin challenges. And, again, um, we spend time with Kevin. We, we, we know his heart in this. Matter of fact, I sat in a meeting where he submitted this message to the elders. The next day he submitted it to the exec team. And he said, hey, please, input. We had a chance mm-hmm. to sit with him in it. So this message came out of what I would consider one of the one of the most consensus sure. messages yeah. we've had in a long time. And I will have to say, like, receive that community. But here's two very specific warnings. Number one, what is your tongue doing? Mm-hmm. So in other words, you can sit and say, well, I don't know if I can identify with this thing about do, is my sub-identity really amplified? Yeah. We would say this, what is your tongue doing in these days? What are you talking about? And then his second one was, I am asking you for a season that if you put 15 minutes into the Bible reading a day, you only put 15 minutes into news sources. Yeah. And if you put zero in into media. the Bible yeah. that day, mm-hmm. you only put zero into your news sources for that right. day. Because he, it, 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 it is a very a very practical check on ourselves in this season, or else I think he has a deep fear of there is a spirit of polarization Mm -hmm. that um, he is flat out calling sin at the moment. And I just want to make sure that we highlight that, and and I will have to join him in that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would agree too, Um, and would invite any dialogue with people who are hearing this and saying, you know, I have trouble for whatever reason. Here are things that... It's a heavy moment. It is, and so we invite the dialogue uh, and the communication um, but yet so value and appreciate Kevin's shepherding of God's people. He's That's called right. to shepherd us, and this is, and I love, I didn't know that about the consensus element. Yeah. This is message, mm-hmm. therefore, coming from Kevin, uh, but vetted by the oh. elder team and the executive and he wisely, team. Yeah, he wisely did it. And mm-hmm. so this is a, just like the elders set direction and pace for the congregation, the pastors see it through, uh, and the staff team sees it through. 
um, this is a message that sets pace and vision and 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 that's right. Our perspective. That's what do you call a document that you kind of, as a team, you write and say, "Here's our position statement" or something? Yeah, position paper. A position consensus around a position paper. Yeah, and so to, it almost rises to that level. Oh, of, it did. It yeah. did. And I was present for the push and pull, and I happen mm-hmm. to know the elders push and pulled on it. That's the beauty of being part of a community, right? It's not just Kevin getting up there. There were those of us who pushed and pulled on that message, and we think the refined yeah. product that came out the other end. Of course, it's delivered through Kevin, right. but it was a refined, refined piece of yeah. work. And so we do know it probably stirred some things. And again, we are a community. If anything, this message is not so much what to believe as how not to go about believing, mm-hmm. right? How to be careful how you come to your conclusions. We ask you to keep that in mind as yeah. we go on. And we're diving into more next, yeah. this coming week. Part two. Chris Weber is coming <laughs> on um, and going to be speaking a little bit about uh, a government as well. And again, someone we I know that is refining his message and we're in a lot of prayer for him as he's putting it together. Yeah. We hope you can be a part of it. Any fun things coming up we need to remind people of? Oh, it's Pastor's Appreciation Month and I just want to say thank you to yeah. everyone who's doing stuff. Yeah. And for those of you who aren't, that is a mild commercial for how <laughs> lovable we are but let me just i know i don't Above do product average, placement right? but i gotta say this lancaster toffee company bonnie souder yeah. out of smokedown pa yeah Delicious. if jesus were covered in chocolate <laughs> i don't know i don't know how to it's just amazing dude this, did that just come out of you it right just now? came if out of jesus me it probably should be taken back um double <laughs> dark chocolate espresso that's where Jesus lives. Did you say espresso? Please tell me you didn't do that. Did I say espresso? Espresso. espresso. I'm sorry. You're going to get a lot of people angry. I'll, I'm going to go read the book of Revelations yep. and say sorry. Oh. Yeah, do that. All right. Did you say Revelations? I did. Okay. <laughs> All right, people. Jim, you should stop talking. Um, yeah, thanks for tuning in. We look forward to being with you this weekend and next weekend's episode of the podcast. Till then, God bless. Be well. Hey, thanks again for joining us today. We hope that you've been encouraged by listening and that you'll join us again next week. You can listen to previous episodes, find additional resources, and of course, learn more about us by visiting effortacommunitychurch.com. Community